was on Friday. I kept hearing something go above my head. I'm sitting on the couch, so I know she's in her room. It sounds like jumping on the bed. So I yell upstairs, what are you doing? Nothing. Sound stops. Never happens again. (laughs) Just like now. Kids are liars. If they were adults, they would just be in jail or something. They lie and cheat and steal all the time. Like, she legit was cheating at playing tic-tac-toe the other day. But I kept looking away, so I didn't realize it. She was going twice. In between, we go I was like, did you go twice? She just started busting out laughing. I was like, how many times have you done this? And she pointed to, like, three other boards. I'm like, okay. Are you done? She wanted to win, so she cheated. <laughs> We can agree to disagree. Or we can agree to agree. Yeah, but we're not. Hello, friends. Hi, people. This is Timby. And Wit. And this is Disagreeably Yours. Welcome back. Thank you. Glad to be back. You, I'm assuming you've had a wonderful time these last few days. I'm celebrating my one-year anniversary, yes. Raises roof. A lot of people came up to us and said, congratulations, you've made it so far. A lot of couples don't get here. And we've only been married a year. (laughs) They're like, exactly. Unnecessary. I know the divorce rate is high, but geez. Even still, just say congratulations and keep it moving. Right. (laughs) That's like those horrible stories people tell you about pregnancy while you're pregnant. It's like, this isn't, it's not necessary. That's horrible. It's not. Someone that used to work with us told me about his colicky son and basically how months of his life were miserable. And I'm like, as I'm rubbing my eight-month-old belly. I know exactly who that person is now. I guess it's, <laughs> you mentioned is this truly necessary? Like, I feel like you could have kept this to yourself. Yeah, so I don't like to talk about the, the, the divorce rate while I'm celebrating my first anniversary, but a lot of pe- other people did. So, Thank Weirdos. you. Weirdos. Well, congratulations. I'm ecstatic. Likes all your Instagram photos. Yes. Um, and I think I actually thought about it. Like everything, everything that's happened this year, where I was last year. For example, we hadn't planned on moving out of our apartment until this month. Fuck that. And then now floods and <laughs> shitty property managing. And I, we own a house. Uh, a lot of life. Yeah, a lot of life. Good stuff, though. Um, I do now realize why a lot of people get married in the summer, though. Because it's cold as shit. <laughs> it was cold as shit. And I guess as long as we live in Maryland, it will forever be cold as shit <laughs> on our anniversary. Sometimes you can sneak away with a good weekend. But this week was not the time. Right. No. Like, it was nice yesterday. It was. But we also had that, like, dip in weather for those few days and you just happen to slide right in right there there's an arctic blast headed our way i was in the house from thursday to yesterday so i just decided to skip all those 30 degree nights and 40 degree days i'm not ready it was definitely would have been a nice netflix and show weekend mm-hmm. but it was i can tell you from experience that's not that's not how that went for me but we had a lot of fun we went um went to national harbor went to bobby mckee's we got engaged in National Harbor. That's why we went there. 
Um, well, I surprised her, so that's why I chose to go there. Um, do you want me to pat you on your back? If you're going to actually do it, yes. But if this going to be that sarcastic <laughs> shit, <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, so it was really nice. We had a really good time. So, Bobby McKees was awesome. Um, I, I didn't really know what to expect. I've only the only dueling panel bar I've ever been to was How at the Moon in Baltimore, which is a little more ratchet. I don't even understand organized, but. what dueling piano bars means. Is it two people on two pianos? Yes. Facing each other. And they're just songs. like riffing? Like no. Pretty much. It's On the same beat? Like do they play a background they're beat not okay. and then they have to. They're not actually dueling against each other. They're helping each other play songs. Helping? Like if you wanted to hear Bodak Yellow, which. My wife has requested from piano bar before. Oh, somebody has to play a beat, and mm-hmm. the other one has to play like whatever else is associated with the beat. Okay, because in my mind, it's like a Looney Tune sketch where it's like the wolf is at the piano, and everybody's just or like, <laughs> yes, was it? it was Donald Duck and Bugs Bunny. What you don't hell? remember? I do not remember that particular. They had like these old 1920s white wigs on, and they were both at the pianos, like a dueling piano. Yeah. But they were just going off, and they were not helping each other out at all. Well, here they're working for so tips. They were frenemies. So they're, they're helping each other execute the same song. That sounds better than what I had in my mind. So I And made you can put in requests. That's the other thing. You request songs too. Okay. Well, that sounds cool. To me, I was just like, okay, so it's two people playing whatever they want to play, giving me a headache. So you should go one day. Well, now I will. Listen to the different brands of music that you'll hear. Now I will. Now that I know it's a layered experience of the same song, not playing two different songs at the same time. It's like karaoke, but with piano and being performed for you. Sounds cool. Sounds like a good date night. So I'm thrilled that you guys had a great time. In your absence, I have caught up on Greenleaf. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that show. Which is 25% trash and bad acting. But the 75% makes up for it. Because I cannot get enough of Lynn Woodfield. Her cussouts are... Impeccable. So eloquent. She gives you exactly what you need when you need it. And she never curses. It's just words to your spirit that will just make you feel like nothing. I was like, when, oh yeah, please crush Charity's soul, please. And she did. I think she did it twice. I just, I used to hate her because she was so good. But now that she's being a better mother... Yes, she's acknowledging all of her children. Yes, all of them. Yes. Her and Grace are back on great terms. Now it's just wonderful to watch. Yes. And that daggone, what's her face? Jacob's wife. Clarissa. Clarissa, yeah. That poor, misguided, burnt up vagina self. I laughed hysterically. 
So, of course, when she's at the doctor, you're assuming she thinks she's pregnant. So, I assume she... So, my wife but said the same thing. I was like, that's thing. too obvious. I assume she had an STD. Exactly. So, as soon as I thought, okay, she must be pregnant, I was like, no, that's too obvious for Greenleaf. She definitely's going to have an STD. Then it was just waiting to hear which one. Luckily for her... I didn't think it was... I thought it was going to be a curable one. It is a curable one. I know. I, I thought oh, it... I okay. always thought it was going to be a curable one. See, I wasn't sure. And then I was thinking, she's not taking a fast enough approach to go give her husband these drugs. Right. <laughs> I don't know how many days pass or hours. But it girl, doesn't matter because he got it. And not in a good way. But no, I caught up. It is pretty good. I'm glad I was able to binge it. And I'm pretty sure her son... I don't think that's her son. And the guy that came out at the end was her son? Yes. But he looked real, like, ominous and hateful. Like someone who got dropped off in an orphanage and never was picked up? Because so that's what he is. I also thought that, well, my other... If it's not if it's not tied to her him being her son, that he's the son or a relative of the lady that they killed to get the house. That would be too much. Especially when that fool looked just like yeah, the other boy. But he just seemed really angry. He did, but he also seemed like he knew her name and she never said her name. And he knew Faith. And then he knew Faith. And then it, it was almost like he wasn't even ready to tell her who he was. But somehow found the property and was just on it. But still, if he's angry, that makes sense. The boy that's pretending to be her son allegedly yes is also angry or was angry fake angry so, yeah i'm sure he's getting paid or somebody paid him or he's indebted to someone and that's why he was stealing the drugs i don't know all i know is that was a weird way to end the show <laughs> it was very weird it could have stopped before that it probably should have because they this by this guy better be important We'll never see him again. Well, <laughs> I'm sure Sophia Rosora will jump on that. I don't know what Sophia's doing. On the one hand, I get it. She's kind of turned her back on the church because she can't have children. And then on the other hand, she's still super nice and holding everyone accountable for their actions. And yet... Still she, stealing people's man. Yeah, she just doing weird stuff. And I get that she doesn't wasn't actually friends with this girl but it's still hella weird and i thought she had a boyfriend like i don't remember that ending mm. i know she went to school or whatever but maybe it ended right before that and we just don't remember maybe she's just blossoming into a full-on hoe i mean she still is a virgin so she'll get there even if you were trying to be she'll get there Sexist. It doesn't really work in this case. Um, oh, in training. Okay. <laughs> Got anything else? Um, for like attitude check. Or? Yeah, attitude check. What's up? Um, what's well? New? I've been appalled recently. Actually, yesterday. I I don't know how long this has been going on, but I came it came into my life yesterday. It's called the MAGA Challenge. So I saw it 
on Twitter, but with the sound off. So I don't really know what it is, and I'm not sure if it's supposed to be a good thing or a bad it's thing. It's definitely a bad thing. Um, I don't know how true this portion of it is. Apparently Donald Trump said whoever he'll vote and whoever takes, whoever has the best rap, he'll bring to the White House. Is that what that was? I saw someone tweet, so let me find out the president is running a MAGA challenge and not the country or something like that. And I was like, what are they talking about? Yeah. But of course I have all this stuff on mute. So I only see a little bit. So some, I mean, it's, it's all trash, but some of them are hilarious to watch, especially the ones done by white people. I'm sure. they're. But the ones done by black beat. people, I mean, the ones done by black people. Oh yeah. They're ones done by black people. And I don't mean like Candace. Someone's black. I mean like hood black. Like, what's her face? Silk and somebody else. These two sister coons be on the I heard that, but I've never... I don't know what they are or... You don't need to. But what... They're exactly what you just described. Sister coons. <laughs> yeah, so, um... It is funny, though I don't want to give it any popularity or clout, um, but some of those raps are hilarious. Uh, white and way? black. In what way? Lyrics or... Just... Just the fucked up. Like it's time to leave. <laughs> it's time. To, it's it's. We haven't talked about Gilead in a while, but it's it's time to go. It's time to just pack our things and go on our own without being forced. It's just time. We want to leave. And other things that are shitty in Trump. Um, Trump Jr. went on Whoopi went on the View and had it out with Whoopi Goldberg. I saw and that. Megan McCain. Didn't he like? Say Joy Behar was in blackface or something? Yeah, which I didn't really... I don't remember any stories of her actually being in blackface. But Me either. I, I saw a photo from some person, I guess, that was trying to provide evidence. She was tanned. Right. And in some, maybe some dark bronzer. He also received shit on Whoopi Goldberg for, I guess, in 2009, she made some comments that statutory rape wasn't rape-rape. We talked about that. Well, no, we talked about her and Bella Thorne. Yeah. She has problematic views, too, of course. She does. We all knew that. And still, it's such a deflection on the shitty person his father is. And who's he defending, so. Very true. Whatever, dude. So, yeah, just uh, all that sad Trump shit happening. That really. (laughs) The MAGA channel and some of those videos are hilarious. I'm not watching it. (laughs) I just watch. I want to show you one before I leave today. I'll watch one. Pick a good one. I will. (laughs) In blurred news, this is good news, and then I'm going to bitch. Green Lantern, which is my favorite comic, is going to be coming to HBO. They did a good job with Watchmen. They did do a good job with Watchmen. And I'm very happy and excited about it. What pisses me off is that I'm a subscriber to the DC Universe app. Like of course the, you are. The Disney Plus app for DC shit. Mm-hmm. And Watchmen, the new Green Lantern, the Flash Supergirl, uh, Batwoman, Black Lightning, all all these fucking shows come on CW and HBO, and none of them come on the actual app, which, which I pay <laughs> for to stream. All I got is fucking Titans, that shit show Swamp Thing that they already canceled. Like it's just, why did you launch this platform if you're just going to pimp all your shows out to other channels. So your issue is your lack of access. My Not actually is it coming out. I already have HBO 
<laughs> so why am I? Why don't you just move Titans? And the only reason I really got DC Universe was that I could watch the third season of Young Justice, to Cartoon Network and some other shit. Just cancel the fucking your your app sucks. Your platform is trash. And guess what you're doing? Still paying seven ninety nine a month. Uh, the Green Lantern, of course, I'm not a huge fan just because I haven't seen it done well. But I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, I mean the Ryan Ren- the Ryan Reynolds version was the only version I saw. Yeah, but the comic book, there's a lot there. It should definitely be. I'm and this is not the Flash. It's taking them so what? I'm sorry. Did you say this is not the Flash? Yeah. Meaning you don't know the difference between them, or I'm just saying these are two completely different stories. Because it on completely at, different stories, completely first different glance, powers. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, at first glance, some of these things—they're superheroes see, and they're white men. <laughs> maybe that's my common denominator. But they're two. I understand that I'm wrong. Okay. All right. I just don't know why there's so many. So I lose track. As someone who I know has seen all the Avengers movies. And they're good. They are good. And all the, the things that we've described so far have been good. done poorly. Except so, The Flash has been done pretty good. It's a good show. It's definitely like needs to be it's wrap coming up on the end where they should just take it off. But it's a good show. Don't look at me like that. I'm just saying I haven't said anything and you're volunteering all these different reasons just, because you know I can it's see not. The, the condescension in your eyes. I'm just listening as a non viewer. The Green Lantern is coming to HBO and everyone should be really excited about it. And I want to cancel my DC subscription as soon as Titans ends. I'm excited about it as well. HBO has been doing some good shows lately. I'll give you that. And Watchmen's great, but we already talked about it and you didn't see this facts that's it that's all I got for <laughs> blur news um, well Halloween happened and it made me feel super old because it happened over daylight savings weekend and so because I went out on Saturday the world decided to Give us another hour where most things are, are open. Awesome, feel, think, think that, most people think that's awesome. Not when it's fall and dark. It's always fall and dark. Not 30 and up. <laughs> okay. I wanted them to take that hour back or just stop what we were doing. We didn't need that extra hour. That means everything was open an hour longer. Yes. No. Meaning more time to get ratchet and turn up. <laughs> I was looking forward to when it ended. And then I was like, Ooh, oh, no, you're bad. You get another hour. I was very happy to get You home. should feel old because that's an old statement. I agree. So I had fun dressing up. But I what also had phone, phone fun <laughs> getting back. I was Wednesday Adams. If you follow our Instagram at disagreeableyours, you would have seen my pictures. 
But if you have not, don't go looking for it because I will be wearing that again. So just actually forget that you've ever seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It was very easy and it will be done again. I will say that I did not think, not that you can't pull off Wednesday Adams, but that it would, it would transfer so well without whiteface. <laughs> yeah, she did ask me every time I mentioned it, or am I going to do whiteface? And every time I said no. And you were just shocked, be- like, how is it going to work? But then you did it. Without whiteface. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, I did catch up with This Is Us. I know you haven't watched it. But binging it, yes. Weekly, can't do it anymore. Okay, so I should binge it. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll, I'll give that a shot. You should binge it. Um, I am still waiting for my sweet potato pie. It is. It will be two weeks. It is a fresh November. And Thanksgiving is in a fresh two weeks. So that means the recording after the next recording, I feel like that would be the perfect time for you to bring a sweet potato pie. You mean a pumpkin pie that I pass off as a sweet potato pie because you won't remember it because you don't know the difference. Fine. That's that's the whole challenge from what I recall. Okay. A pumpkin pie. And I guess I should have a sweet potato pie in in tow. I mean, if you are willing, (laughs) yes, I will take both. You do half and half like a pizza. I am not doing half. That is harder. Okay, well, then you said it. Now you have to bring me two pies. Two pies it is. Awesome. And that'll be my birthday week, so that will be perfect. Just bring me the pies. As long as you enjoy them. (laughs) Because if I just give you a shit pie you ate for your birthday, you're going to be real upset. Well, it's the thought that counts. I will appreciate the fact that you bought me two pies. If I do not like the pies, I will not say it on air. I don't believe you. Fair. (laughs) But since I've said it now, I will keep my word. Okay. (laughs) If I hadn't said it, I probably would have. I'm very optimistic, though. Don't edit out this. Don't don't edit this agreement out, (laughs) by the way. (sighs) Whatever. Oh, and I will save some for my friend because she was listening to the last episode and knows I'm getting by. And so she asked me, had I gotten the pie? And I told her, I would remind you of the pie. So I will share some with her. And okay. I will let you know what she says regardless. <laughs> I wouldn't need, after the show, I wouldn't need to know who it is. You know who it I'm is. I'm going to put more effort into it. <laughs> you know. A friend of yours a few weeks ago, I guess now, said he did not like my archaic views of the South. That that did happen, <laughs> yes. And really, all I have to say is, fight me. <laughs> I don't. That's just, it. Just kidding. That's all we can. <laughs> JK, JK. No, but really, I like to know why specifically. Is it because you haven't experienced it much yourself? Or do you really believe that most black people don't experience racism? Overt or subtle. So that is my question. We can fight afterwards. I eagerly look forward to his response. (laughs) Me too. Because right now, I stand by everything I said. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, I had a runoff conversation with the same friend asking for pies. Um, about our last episode, she said, question. She has a question about me saying, I don't want trans kids with a penis using the bathroom as my daughter at the same time that they're too young to understand. And so she says, wouldn't that be the point to start teaching kids about these differences and start the acceptance early? Creating these shared bathrooms says this is important. So all right, parents have these conversations. Like it's time to have the conversations. Also, are we assuming the little ones are just walking into the bathrooms with their dick out like, hey, girls, I'm here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or can we teach them to go right into the stall like everyone else and keep your genitals to yourself? Um, wouldn't that be the point? The well, point- obviously, if you have transgender kids, your daughter's aged. They're not in those kids' parents' minds too young to make that choice, I guess. Well, wouldn't that be the point to start teaching kids about differences and acceptance early? Yes, that is the point. Because regardless, you're still going to have these kids in the classroom. So that in itself should absolutely get the parents and the teachers to start teaching their kids about these type of differences. However, creating these bathrooms, like right now, me as an adult, if I had to go into one bathroom that had stalls, I wouldn't have an issue with that. I would just go in it and pee. It wouldn't matter if a guy was in the next one or not, if I'm just going in to pee and come out. However, it's not really about that. It's really safety concerns, right? Because as far as children are concerned, because well, because <clears throat> as adults, we know that the danger is there regardless. Even if the men's bathroom is right across from us, all you have to do is go in the women's bathroom. I'm, but as far as safety in children, I mean safety as not always physical safety, okay, like mental safety, emotional safety. I think we already know that bullying is super pre- prevalent in children. And so when I say they're not ready to handle it, I don't mean they're not ready to handle the differences in other people. I think we can start explaining that to them as soon as we think that they can understand it. I think it's too much for us to expect children to think like adults to where they're not going to have those, like making fun of people's stuff like that. So when I say I don't want you using the same bathroom, it's not because it's not because I don't, think that you can is really, I just don't think that we should force children to think at a higher level than they actually can. Like explain it to them. Sure. But using the same bathroom at the same time, I think you're just leading them to be kids and make fun of each other. So following that logic, do you think that transgender children, I'll say transgender before puberty, is something that parents should allow. Say that again. 
I feel like this is exactly the same question that John Stamos fucked up on. <laughs> um, or this is Mario Lopez, John Stamos, one of those two. Since with that statement that you just made, do you think? Because now we're just, take the bathroom out of it. Because even if they don't go to the bathroom, regardless of where they relieve themselves, kids are still going to make fun of kids. Right. Hold on. Before you say, because I don't want to lose my thought. I do want to answer her question because I told her I was going to save it for the recording. So to the, are we assuming the little ones are just walking into the bathrooms with their dick out? Like, Hey, I'm here. No. As I said, I just think that children are children. We don't give them more than they can handle or that we feel like they can handle for a reason. You have to take each child individually as a parent to know what your child can and can't take. I just don't think you should put them in a situation to spiral out of control. Agreed. That's all. So no, I'm not saying that because like, Oh my God, I can't allow this for my daughter. I don't think it's, I think they're just too young as far as wouldn't that be the point? Absolutely. I think we, I, we should explain these things to our kids for sure. I just think that the bathroom is too much of an intimate space to assume that they're going to do anything more than what children do is make fun of each other and make life worse or whatever for no reason. Be horrible trash. Yeah. You can, (laughs) you can learn acceptance outside of the bathroom and know that when you go in, you might be sharing it with someone, but not at the same time as all. Back to what you were asking. I think you're asking, is it our kids too young for parents to what allow them to express if they think well, they're trans? So we, we were talking about kids going transgender and non-transgender kids going to the bathroom or cisgender kids going to the bathroom at the same time. So if they're too young to handle that and process that information, then Outside of the bathroom, do you think they're too young to make the decision to be trans? Um, I don't think that they, I really just, the what you just said, I wanted to repeat exactly what you just said, but it just went out of my head. Because I don't want it to seem like, I think kids are too young to mix them together when you don't have to, because children can be shitty. Like me as a little right. girl, I use bathroom with other little girls. I think that even if we had a shared bathroom where, you know, your perception of everyone, a boy, believing that they're a boy, you just assume everyone is cisgender, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So at that point, it would throw, no one forced us to have the same bathrooms as boys. So all I'm saying is anyone, anybody different from you, as a child, (laughs) they're wise enough to understand their parts, but I don't think we should try to make them understand other people's parts, I guess. But to your question, I don't think, I don't think that it's too young to let your children express however they feel that they are. I think that we have no idea to know if it's, I don't want to say true or not, but as a parent, that's kind of your gauge. You got to figure out what's true, what's not true, what's just this thing that's happening one day and they'll be done with it next week. Yeah, a phase. Yeah. 
I don't think they're too young to believe that they're trans, no. Because I feel like if you're trans, then of course you know that right away. You're just confused about it because the way we all look and the way we all say things should be. I think that is confusing. So they don't really know. I don't think they're too young to know that they are different. I think that they're too young to be able to always put the proper words to it. And as parents, as adults, we just assume that they don't know. Yeah. But it's not like we're out here letting our kids have gender reassignment surgery or anything like that. Of course, I would say that's too young. Only because, first of all, it's your money. <laughs> like, I think that permanent decisions for children should wait until they are able to make permanent decisions as adults. That's the only thing that I would say about that. I don't think that they're too young to know who they are. I just think I wouldn't let her get a tattoo when she's 12 because she just knows she's going to still want it when she's 30. (laughs) (laughs) So stuff like that. It's just I can't take that type of risk as an adult looking after a child. But by all means, if my daughter came to me and all of a sudden she just was wanting me to buy her all boys clothes and stuff like that, I would absolutely let her wear boys clothes okay and those those are exactly the type of situations where you would have to start having deeper conversations with your kid to just know what they're feeling i buy men's clothes now they're very comfortable (laughs) they are very comfortable but at no point did i want to be a boy or did i believe that i was born into the wrong body but as i said children are too young to make permanent decisions for their life as far as like a reassignment surgery. But by all means, dress the way you want to dress. And I do think that parents should let your kid do that. Okay. Oh, you don't have any opinions? You just were going to throw that at me and not respond? Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I was (laughs) going to say. True. You could do that. I... I know there's a difference between sexuality and gender, but I still think you shouldn't make firm decisions prior to puberty. Right. Okay. So, so we kind of agree. Yeah. Just don't make permanent decisions for kids until they're adults. I guess like if you were, if you your kid comes to your like child, child, elementary school child comes home and is like, I want to be a girl and wants to change his name or her name, then I wouldn't. And their entire identity, I wouldn't necessarily. I don't have any kids, so I don't really know how you tackle that issue. But I can, right now, I don't think I would be in support of it. Uh, I, I definitely wouldn't go out and start trying to change birth certificates or anything. Even just like what your friends are calling you now, and well, I think if someone comes to you and tells you that they want to be called this. It's like, okay. Because then next week you might want to be called something else and then you might come back to your name. So it's just like, I I guess what I'm saying is I wouldn't go out of my way to talk my kid out of doing most things as long as it's not some super permanent thing. Like if my daughter okay. came down and was like, okay, I want you to call me Chris. First, I'm, of course I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? Like, and she would or have you know, to- like a boy's name like Whitney. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if she wanted to be called anything, even if she wanted to be called Taylor, <laughs> like why? Right. Why do you want to be called something else? And that would be the first thing, of course. I don't think anyone's kid comes to them like, well, call me this. And they're like, okay. 
It's like, why? Right. And then after they explain it, it's like, I mean, if you're going to tell everyone you come into contact, your name is Chris from here on out. Okay. Like, it's almost easier to just, <laughs> fine, call her Chris. What does that do? She's still going to be the same person. Will it be annoying? Yes. <laughs> Did I name you Chris? No. But you have to let these things play out. Otherwise, you don't know if you're traumatizing them or cultivating them. And I would rather err on the side of caution and cultivate whatever that is. And I don't have any problems traumatizing them. Okay, well. Which is why I didn't want to give my opinion on the subject. You take that out with your wife and her womb. I will. You give your child my number. <laughs> Straight out the badge. Everyone needs a auntie to go to when their parent is traumatizing them. That's very true. <laughs> so you do what you got to do. Um, wow, we got real deep in that. I don't know if we're going to be able to keep all this. Maybe. We're like 45 minutes in already. However, we never know. Some of these things might go super quick. So we're going to go all out for this first episode and do all the things we said we were going to do. <laughs> On um, October 30th at 1 p.m. That's very specific. It is because I had to look at my phone. When I looked up at the TV on ESPN and the headline was Year of the Black Quarterback. <laughs> Stop it. I legitimately had to look away and look back at the TV several times to make sure I was reading what I thought I was reading. Who approved this? (laughs) Like, what? Is every other year the year of the white quarterbacks? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't call it that because they're quarterbacks. And they're just good at what they're doing. That's correct. So why this had to have black in front of it? Because now they're letting black people be quarterbacks. If you took out the word black, it would have been perfect. Because then everyone looking at it is like, damn, all these quarterbacks are black. (laughs) You just put, oh, let me make sure y'all know these are, it's the year of the black ones. Like all the black ones are coming up this year. They've been good quarterbacks. The fact quarterbacks. that there's more than two black ones is, and I get, is a step in the right direction. I mean, I get it because they all have been going off this year. Like, it had your Russell Will- Williams. Williams. Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. What's his name? Levar, Lamar Jackson. Levar, Lamar Jackson. Patrick Mahomes. And what was his name? Dad Prescott. That was not who I was going to say because I clearly know Dak Prescott. It's someone else that I'm forgetting. But regardless. Yes, they've all been doing great. All been doing great. <clears throat> just put year of quarterbacks and just list all the black ones. Yeah, I don't see how that's not mildly racist. <laughs> it is, <laughs> Rac- I don't know. Racial no. undertones. Super poor black taste. Black people can throw balls too. Catch not even two. But it's like we clearly been here. Yes. Maybe not as quarterbacks, maybe not doing as well as quarterbacks, but look at your defensive line, your offensive line. No, it's the, it's the amount of black quarterbacks starting. 
You're not good for black quarterbacks, okay? You're just good for <laughs> being a quarterback. Just thought it was in super poor taste. And that was that on that. I don't know what ESPN was thinking. They were like, black people can, they're not just good for catching the ball. They can throw them too. Right. <laughs> the Ray J jumped out of Irv Gotti this week. The Ray J jumped out of Irv Gotti this week. When he took his ass on Wendy Williams to say how Ashanti was not a homewrecker because him and his wife were already split up. Okay. This is a full ass decade <laughs> later. He never confirmed or denied it back then. But you come on I'm this like, TV how old is this story? <laughs> in 2019 to say, oh, yeah, we were having sex, but it wasn't like that. Who asked you? I mean, actually, maybe Wendy Williams. You know what? I watched this clip and she did not even ask. He brought up the story about how she asked back then. Wendy asked. Yes, back then. And he never denied or confirmed it, but everyone ran away with the story. And so he was like, I mean, you were right, but sir, move on. Why are y'all going back on your exes? You hit it first. You hit it last. You don't hit it no more. He don't have no more sex tapes coming out. He's on Love and Hip Hop, though, right? Was he? Is he still? like growing up hip hop. He's producing some other. How is he staying relevant? I know he got. Is it Scooty Bites? That hip hop show? Scooty Bites. You're talking about Ray J now. Yeah. This is about about Irv Gotti. Okay, got it. Who wanted to be Ray J this week? But good for Ray J and his Scooty Bites. He's making money in different income streams, so good for him. Kanye West topped Billboard for the ninth consecutive time in a row. And I'm not mad at America. You should be. I'm just disappointed. I'm mad and disappointed. I don't care if he tops Donald Trump at this point. I'm just interested. I'm over it. Sad times. Sad fines. Sad times. Times. Yes. My man Beto has dropped out of the presidential campaign. It's going to be Kamala and Elizabeth. So let me just skip to that part. I'm still hoping that he dropped out to be a VP on someone else's ticket. Regardless, I just want to see him again. (laughs) He does do the most. With his Spanish when he's trying to connect. But he also lives in Texas, so I'm going to give him a pass. Why are you giving him a pass to Texas? Because they have a large Hispanic population. And I think it's good to try to connect, I'm saying. I think it's good for you to be trying to connect with your constituents, like the people that you're supposed to work for. So that's why I'm giving him a pass. He doesn't live like in Montana or North Dakota speaking random Spanish when he's on TV. So at this point, as I'm saying, I just hope his campaign maybe thought, okay, we have a better chance of being on the VP ticket, not so much as being winning this presidency. Let's stop wasting money. So I'm hopeful, but it is sad. In moving in the right direction news, a judge has blocked the Alabama abortion law from going into effect. So they're going to appeal it. Don't I mean, they probably. want this to happen so that they can go to the Supreme Court and challenge Roe v. Roe versus Wade? That's they're both both pro-life. sides. 
yeah, pro-lifers want it to be pushed all the way to the point where yeah. they have to talk about it. But to that regard, I think both are. Both want to take it to the Supreme Court and get another final say-so instead of everyone doing this fuck shit statewide. Well, good. I mean, now I can, now I can like have a layover in Alabama again. Yeah. I mean, you still don't want to stay there, but... No, I don't want to get chemically castrated or some shit like that. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, girls, go right on over. You can still get your abortions done. What else? The NCAA Board of Governors voted unanimously to permit students participating in athletics the opportunity to benefit from the use of their name, image, and likeness in a manner consistent with the collegiate model. See, now it matters. It always matters. now it's actually going to do something for the athlete. Okay, and in that same breath, I want to send a swift fuck you to the NCAA for being forced by California's governor to actually do something. It looks like you're trying really hard not to say NAACP. I am. (laughs) Every time it comes up, I'm just praying the C comes out second. (laughs) Doing a great job. Thanks. But also because they suspended defensive end Chase Young from Ohio State University for borrowing money to fly his girlfriend to the Rose Bowl last year. Borrowed money from... A family friend that he knew before going to OSU as a freshman. And they suspended him for that. Why? It's not illegal to borrow money. This is why they're getting to fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And in the same breath of trying to move forward, they do this. And it seems like they've been on a roll. I saw actually a lot of people suspended lately. All he did, there's nothing more to the story. He just borrowed money from someone. Yeah. For his bay. Yeah, so apparently, like, you can't borrow money from uh, boosters and people like that. Or, like, people that have a... I thought I had a link. But it's borrow, which means... he And he paid it back in April. So, again, I don't know what their problem is. But they absolutely need to stop it. The reporting said they were not sure what it violated because the person was a family friend and he paid the money back. But he suspended for four games, which could be the end of the football season. Yeah. And apparently he's in Heisman Trophy contention and all this other stuff. So it's actually pretty shitty um, for several reasons. But also because, I mean, you're in college. You don't let them work, work. So they're they broke. Don't let you work. <laughs> so the only way to get things they don't pay you for the all the money that you should be getting. And also sending the largest, deepest, most sincerest fuck you to Bobby Paul Edwards, his restaurant, and his bullshit ten year sentence. Edwards was sentenced to ten years after pleading guilty to one count of forced labor. He enslaved a disabled black man for 23 years, whipping him, burning him with hot grease, and forcing him to work 100 hours a week without pay. What was his disability? 
It's some mental disability. Okay. Because I was like... So, U.S. District Court Judge Brian Harwell sentenced 54-year-old Bobby Paul Edwards to 10 years in federal prison after he pleaded guilty to one count of forced labor. Prosecutors say Edwards, who managed his family's restaurant, forced Chris Smith, an intellectually disabled black man, to work for free and live in a small home behind the restaurant, a small room behind the restaurant. Court documents show that Edwards physically abused Smith for at least 17 years, including whipping Smith with a belt, beating him with pots and pans, and even burning him with hot grease. In 1996, when Smith was only 12 years old, he accepted a job at J&J Cafeteria in Conway, South Carolina. Six years later, Edwards took over as manager and stopped paying him. Over the next 17 years, Edwards would torture in prison and withhold pay from Smith, claiming that he was keeping his pay in an account that was inaccessible to him. And he was also ordered to pay $272,952.96 in restitution. Well. 10 um, years. Yeah, I gotta. So, yeah. Well, fuck. And that place is still open. Of course it is. But I guess managed by someone else as if they did not know this black man was being kept there. I have a very hard time accepting that no one else in his family knew he was keeping this black man in a small room. This woman who goes there all the time, her daughter came to visit and she was there. And she said, um, Chris Smith, he leaned down to hand her something and she saw like a bunch of burns on his neck. And she called social services and then they went to go check it out. And Not good for her. That's how it happened. If you see something, you really should say something. You see something, you should good say something. God. You got to take that, that chance of being incorrect. Be getting hot grease on him. It's just like, what is wrong with people? Well, I mean, maybe when he's in prison for 10 years, they'll rape him. Okay. beat him or put hot grease on him. I just didn't know where to go. And that's just looking for the justice. That's that's the end of my check-in. Great. And now, after an hour, we can actually get to the real topic of the show. That's right. We haven't actually talked about what we're going to talk about. Maybe we'll only do the one and just skip that. That's great. I don't have a lot of content for the next episode. We'll skip the last topic of the show is push it to the next one but we definitely have to speak about a little story that i like to call the hymen chronicles i feel like that's going to be the title of the show (laughs) let's see where to even begin one beautiful fall day a man clifford harris enters the studio to record an episode of the Ladies Like Us podcast. Within this podcast, he casually dropped that not only had he and his daughter had conversations, but they have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. Just making sure that all her body parts are intact. 
Even when the issue of consent is brought up and the doctor announces he needs his daughter's permission to share her medical information, he states, I'm like, they want you to sign this so we can share information. Is there anything you wouldn't want me to know? See, doc, no problem. However, it's at no point made clear to the listener whether his daughter, who would have just turned 16 at the time, actually gave him permission to be told about her hymen. And yet Harris recalled telling the doctor, just check the hymen, please, and give me back my results expeditiously. You said expeditiously? He does, as he always does. He told the host, they come and say, well, I just want you to know that there are other ways besides sex that, that the hymen can be broken, like bike riding, athletics, horseback riding, and just other forms of athletic physical activity. So I say, look, doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bike. She don't play no sports. So, she don't ride no dick. <laughs> so far, the results have been to her father's liking. With him claiming, I will say, as of her 18th birthday, her hymen is still intact. He then goes into, say, suggesting that no boy wants to be with a virgin, saying, they're no fun. Who wants a virgin? Like, really? All that work? He could have just left it alone. He absolutely could have left it the fuck alone. But as he does, he cannot. So he said, What are your initial reactions? My initial reactions were... Ooh, shit. Hate mail. I, just, <laughs> I felt it. I felt a wave of hate mail hit me. I don't see an on-the-surface issue with father attending up to their 18th birthday gynal appointments. Of course, I don't have one. So well, this isn't just attending one. Yeah, this is like sequestering her medical results. And he made her sign up. The waiver's like for life, though, right? No, it's every time you go. So every time he goes, I, I thought he made her sign a waiver that signed away her medical rights. Okay, well, let me take that back. I don't know how long it's for. I just know it's not for life because okay. they give you like a, they give you something to sign each time, but it's basically saying that they can release it to your insurance provider or some other doctor if you, they need to and stuff like that. If you actually release it to someone, I don't know how long it is, but I can't imagine that it would be for life. It would probably be yearly. She is 18. Now. She she is 18 now. She is an adult. And I do understand, I mean, how dependent I was on my parents when I was 18. And even longer than that. But if you don't want to do it, she doesn't have to. Do you think as a child, you feel like you have the ability to say no to your parents? She's not a child anymore. She was turning 16 at the time that he's saying that he started doing this. Or maybe even before, I don't know. Because you yeah. probably don't really need to go to the gyno before then. What's your question again? Sorry. You really think that you as a child think that you have the right to tell your parents no if they're telling you to sign something? No. I don't think you think that as a child. You don't think that you feel like when your parents <clears throat> tell you to do something, you're obligated to do it? They've been telling you your whole life to do what they say. And you think when you get into a medical room and they tell you to sign a piece of paper that you're going to say no. I don't think I I do agree that there's a level of coercion here. That's not okay. On the surface, I don't think there's an issue with a father parent, regardless of it's the mother or father going to their daughter's medical appointments. When you say going, do you mean going? Because of course you're going. Are you sitting in the room with him? I don't see a problem with sitting in the room. 
if they aren't, if they don't say, I want you to leave. Well, doctors, I don't know why his wife leave. or their mother, her mother isn't going. And well, I don't know if, if he's in the room or not. It, it seems like. Oh yeah. He he's probably is. in the room. But no, that's, that's no, you should not be in the room. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because I do like to just sit here and give y'all my opinions on everything. But a lot of the times I do look into what people are saying about it who have better degrees than me. (laughs) So in the United States, parents no longer have the right to see a child's medical records after the age of 18 and need permission to discuss diagnoses and treatments with a doctor or medical provider. The trend in adolescent medicine, however is for doctors to see young patients alone so that they may discuss such sensitive topics as sexuality or drug use. There is good research that teens will forego care if they think their confidentiality is not protected, said Dr. Julia Potter, Associate Medical Director of the Adolescent Center at Boston Medical Center. And I mean, that's pretty much what I would have said anyway, because as a girl, I can, I really never felt the need to hide anything from my mom because I wasn't doing anything, but even still, it's such a intimate moment that even as an adult, I can't imagine someone standing in the room with me. <laughs> like this is as an adult knowing how my body works, how, what sexuality is, what sexual activity means, all those things involved. As a child, you have a lot of questions sometimes. You just don't feel comfortable asking them in front of your parents. And so to me, the, the worst part about this is the invasion of privacy. And also the fact that he's only doing it to make sure her hymen is intact. Well, that is stupid because she could You're take a tumble to... down the stairs and break her hymen. That too, but <laughs> you go for sexual health right. to make sure you are healthy. <laughs> not to make sure that he there's associates... nothing been in there. Exactly. Her, her appointments are to make sure she's a virgin, not to make sure <clears throat> she doesn't have cervical cancer or like... Make sure there's no cyst or anything, like, abnormal. He's just making sure that she's a virgin. But, of course, you know, I'm going to read the you some Twitter. She, she's probably going to want to masturbate. And, and oh, okay. Yeah. What, okay. What does that have to do with... Isn't that going to break it? If you, like, take it out and shove it up there? Oh, okay. So, you just went straight to penetration is masturbation. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a vibrator. That's what okay. I... Okay. Sure. I don't know. Kids step on right up into the dildos, but you know, your vagina. She's 18. You're right. All I'm saying is that was a larger step than I took in my head. (laughs) So of course there's positive and negative Twitter reaction. And by positive, I mean just someone on his side. It's not positive, but there weren't a lot of tweets. Which makes me think that people just didn't wasn't ready for that smoke because we all know that there are a lot of men that think this way, but they I'm weren't sure, yeah. on Twitter getting dragged for it. And he also has new, <laughs> he has she has sons, right? Yes, he has right. sons. Probably just, which he knows has lost. He probably virginity, has grandchildren. Shit. Which he's known has lost their virginity, and he was happy about it and not worried about it, which he said in other interviews. So the only real positive one I saw was it said. Um, what T.I. did is cultural practice in Africa. To which someone responded, he ain't in or near Africa. And then other replies were saying how it's not, it's not okay there either. 
That was what somebody said. It's okay yeah. in Africa. Yes. <clears throat> Shit. And of course, there were more negative reactions, but I just put together like some of the highlights that I think mostly captures what I would have said anyway. At Luck Luciano 59. I, I don't even want to get into these people's Twitter handles. But it says, so T.I. going to the OBGYN with his daughter to make sure her hymen is still intact is weird in so many ways. One, sex isn't the only way it could rip. If she's ever ridden a horse, bike, hell, a bumpy road, it's probably gone. Two, as men, we need to realize we don't have some divine right. At Avatar Augusto says, T.I. is not at these appointments to ensure his daughter's health. He's there to ensure her virginity. If any of y'all find any of this remotely okay, you need to seek help ASAPly. I wish he had said ASAPtitiously or something like that, just because T.I. always says it, but, you know. She's also probably out here. Not to say that she's promiscuous, but she could be sucking dick and taking up the ass. I mean, yes, these are all possibilities. She could be having every sex other, other than to avoid access. her father looking at her hymen broken. Um, at Candace Benbow says, T.I. literally celebrates and laughs at the fact his sons are having sex, but wants to be the hymen patrol when it comes to his daughters. Do you think, do you think it's okay to use parental power to invade your daughter's medical privacy? For the purposes of making sure that she's still a virgin? Yes. No. <laughs> because that's what he's doing. Absolutely not. <laughs> Do you think it's okay to discuss your daughter's OBGYN appointments and her hymen on a public forum? Also, no. <laughs> but she did sign those rights away. Under coercion. I don't even think it should even matter. But this is why you don't let your parents know this shit. This is why she probably doesn't feel like she could say no. Also now. Because she has a father like this. Now everyone knows your daughter is a virgin and they're going to be trying to get after that. So then you had creepy twitter doing shit I like love that creepy twitter it's like now you're just bringing attention to the fact that she's virgin it's like all of y'all are fucking weird like even if she is okay and even if she wasn't okay the focus being on her, whether she's having sex or not is so weird i'm sure her but I'm it's not, not weird sure, but because that's what guys do all the time. She's probably cracked the code that she could just take it in the butt. Because, I mean, T.I. is an extreme case of possession, misogyny, and to some extent, parental narcissism. Well, I'm assuming that her gynecologist is still looking at the other parts of her inner workings to make sure right. she's Right. The doctor is. Yeah. We know the doctor is fine. Doctors do this. We're talking about this weird ass father checking his daughter's hymen to make sure she's not having sex. But just like I feel like he's an extreme example. However, I do feel like the root of this problem exists in a lot of fathers, father figures and potential fathers. So it's not just him. Of course, they're overprotective of their daughters. But it's policing your daughter's vagina for the sake of preventing her from having sex is like so unhealthy mentally and emotionally. Like it's, it's like a selfish obsession that seems to be founded in like this 
fear of their daughters reaping their karma of how they've mishandled their interactions with women all their life. They're doing the best they can with what they got. Are they? It's, what did they got? Nothing. Daughters? It's the best he can do. It's not. This is the best father he can be to his daughter. And if that's so, then... And I'm sure people think that they are. But I, it's just... Doing it that way is more to do with yourself and nothing to do with your child. Instead of the desire to teach them, teach your daughters the value of their bodies so they can form healthy interactions with men and themselves and their own body so that they can recognize healthy interactions with other people in a world full of those men that y'all fear for them so much. Yes, but now you're looking for emotional stability from your parents. I Which am. clearly he's not capable of giving. And still. And doesn't want to, evidently. But I want it. <laughs> As we all should. Like, you could avoid so many of these, quote, problems, unquote. Do you think, T.I.? If you just taught them about their bodies and healthy interactions with people. And then they probably could recognize those fuckboy symptoms that you're trying to keep them away from. Well, first of all, he's a fuckboy. Second... I know. What about T.I. makes you think he can establish a positive body image, particularly for a female? Or Nothing. respect for them in general. But I want y'all to take this and run it to all the fathers. <laughs> like, if you taught them better about themselves and the world, then they would make better decisions anyway. And they wouldn't have sex unless they absolutely wanted to anyway. And they will be careful enough to not get the real problems of STDs and unwanted pregnancies and stuff that you should probably care more about Being than if they're fucking. Right. Because, I mean, sucking dick has nothing to do with taking it up the vagina. And no one seems to care because we only care about the hymen that could literally break at any time. There's no virginity detector. There just isn't. I know that y'all want it to be. It's just not. Well, he could just ask her and expect an honest answer. And have also, an honest conversation. Also, <laughs> things you could do. Have honest conversations with your kids is also something that you should totally do. Because, Jesus. It's so weird. And now, I would like to have a Twitter reenactment. I'm going to send you a link. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to send you a link for you to open. I don't like this. It's not what you think. It, it is. It's not. Oh, my God. Where is the link? I hope you don't find it. I did. Twitter does what I love it to do as soon as this came out. So, on Twitter, sometimes when something like this comes out... People do a parody of what a word means. And so we're going to start at the beginning of what is a hymen. I'm going to start. And then you read what's above it. Okay. Right. And then you just click the arrow and we'll go to the next one. So this started because of this weird ass hymen chronicles. So Twitter asks, what's a hymen? It's a spiritual song sung during church or praise. That's a hymnal. A hymen is like one of those wildcats in Lion King. That's a hyena. A hymen. 
<laughs> That's a hyena. A hymen is those red red joints you're not supposed to park next to. That's a hydrant. A hymen is that little dash that connects compound words. That's a hyphen. A hymen is the secondary member of a hip-hop group with ad-libs. That's a hype man. A hymen is the fourth step of the scientific method. That's a hypothesis. A hymen is the molecule that combines oxygen to make it water. That's hydrogen. A hymen is an acid used to hydrate your face before you moisturize. And Twitter is scene. trash. And the next one was like hydrochloric acid. And I only know that because I'm a do girl. That more often. <laughs> it's so funny. All right. Lightning round. Thanksgiving or Christmas? Favorite holiday? Christmas. Because I like to decorate my home now for Christmas. And it happens right after Thanksgiving. More iconic Christmas song. Temptation, Silent Night. Yes. All I Want for Christmas is You. Because it'll never be that easy for me. (laughs) I'm going to go All I Want for Christmas. That gets me in the mood. Like, as soon as you hear those little jingle bells in the beginning, it's like I'm all ready to, like, bop back and forth and, like, put on some earmuffs. (laughs) <laughs> Our ancestors would be disappointed, but I agree. Why? I agree. Oh. Because she's half black. Moving on. Um <laughs> That song right. is iconic. Everyone loves it. Everyone can get together. It is cross cultural iconic, yes. Fuck Mary Kill. Kyle Barker. Overton Wayfield Jones. Martin Payne. <laughs> well, Martin is dying. Oh. Okay. Murder. I'm going to marry Kyle and fuck Obi. Okay. Yeah, that's a good order. <laughs> More so for Kyle. I mean, Obi can get out of here. I just didn't want to kill him you either. You just want Kyle's money. And I always thought he was attractive. Okay. Maybe it's something to do with his voice. I don't know. Obi's just too goofy. I don't want to kill him, though, because he's so nice. And I don't like Martin at all, so he can die. All right. Um... <laughs> You can rank them bad to worse. I was in a fuck, Mary kill, like three mood, and this came out. <laughs> what? Pick one. Fast and Furious. Furious 7. The Fate of the Furious. I made careful to not get movies two through six because they're all shit. Right, but in the way that you listed it, I'm trying to remember which one is which. Fate of the Furious is the latest one. Yes. Furious Did you put seven. Fast Five in there? No, because I thought that uh, was part of the shitty ones. No, I, no, I love Fast Five. That would have been easy. So this is probably six, seven, eight then. No, it's one, oh, seven, eight. Oh, one, seven, and eight. Those are still, that's still a good. I mean, one is just classic, so I got to go with one. Okay. That's it. Okay. FMK. Vanessa Williams, Vivica Fox, or Nia Long. All soul food women. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, This is so hard because then I would have definitely killed Vivica Fox and fucked Nia Long. But Nia Long is, in real life has been 
said to be such a bitch. And then Vivica Fox is batshit crazy and hung up on 50 Cent and likes a lot of butt stuff. <laughs> Giving or taking. I'm marrying Vanessa Williams. <laughs> and be on herpes simplex beef for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, I'm going to kill Vivica Fox and fuck me along. Okay. Tashina Arnold, Tisha Campbell, or Adrian Joe Johnson, who is the mother from Baby Boy and the girl from House Party, who's actually Tisha Campbell's half sister, which I did not know. The dark skinned one who she was dancing with all the time? Yeah. Oh, I love her. Ain't no sci fi, baby. <laughs> well, I'm going to marry Tanisha Arnold because. Tashina. I... Tashina? Tashina. I'm going to marry Tashina Arnold because I love her. I've been following her since Little Shop of Horrors. Um, what a throwback. I'm... Tisha Campbell has is always such a great actress and I love all the roles she's played. I just don't think I would like her in real life. <laughs> or in Empire. So I'm going to kill her and go on and fuck her half-sister. All right. Um, older hotties, but sometimes known as crazies, Mariah Carey, Halle Berry, or Jennifer Lopez? Well, Mariah Carey has already sued someone just for wasting her time. What a gem. So, she's not getting married. Queen. Halle Berry or... Halle Berry. I would marry Halle Berry. I would fuck J-Lo and I would kill Mariah Carey. I don't know who I would choose, but I totally forgot she sued someone for wasting her time. And just for that, she deserves to live forever. And she's damaged the fuck out of Nick Cannon's emotional stability. Oh, please. Fuck Nick Cannon. She did. Figuratively and, he and it. literally. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Follow us, guys, at Disagreeably Yours, U-R-S on Twitter. And Disagreeably Yours spelled correctly on Instagram. This has been Disagreeably Yours with Tim B. And Wit. Bye.